You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. This is Reception Perception, the show. Now, James Cole and Matt Harmon. Uh, how about New Hopkins, man? Guy <laughs> just <laughs> absolutely bonkers with Will Levis. By the way, nuking that Oilers uniform, Matt. I mean, I'm just I'm over here. I'm fanning myself, bro. Like it, it just him catching deep touchdowns in that Oilers outfit, man. It just it looks so good, man. It, it's like hanging in the Louvre, baby. It's artwork with New Hopkins streaking down the sidelines, making big plays in that Oilers jersey. Yeah, and. Look, Will Levis gave him chances downfield. I mean, I've never seen a guy just fire the ball like that. <laughs> it was crazy aggressive. I think it was like 11.5 air yards per pass attempt, uh, yeah. which was the most among any quarterback Corey Next Gen stats uh, this past week, which that fits with the Will Levis mold. Um, like the ability to just stand in the pocket, hang in there, and shoot it downfield yep. um, is super impressive for, for Will Levis. I think. We still got a long way to go before we're like, all right, Will Levis is the answer in Tennessee. You know, we need to right, see a right, lot right, right. more out of him. Right. Um, but I do think it revealed the fact that like Hopkins is not done. You know, Hopkins is still a really good receiver. He's not the player he used to be. Obviously, that's clear. That's obvious. That there, there was really no argument there. But he also hasn't just completely fallen off the cliff. Like he's still a player that can win. Um, in critical areas, he's still a player that, like, we talked about this a few weeks ago, I feel like, where we said, oh, man, that was like a vintage DeAndre Hopkins game against yeah. the, the Colts, right? Um, yeah, and, like, I think it was That, Colts, that yeah. player's still in there. We clearly saw it with Will Levis, who, again, not perfect. Like, I'm, I'm not going over my skis here. I think there are still a lot of questions to answer. But we saw a quarterback that, like, Ryan Tannehill had two touchdown passes to, to so far this year. Like, Will yeah. Levis had four on Sunday. Like, there are... <laughs> There are right. plays to be made. There are right. guys to um, open uh, open the, the the options here, and obviously, I think Will Levis did that on Sunday. Yeah, this was a uh, New Hopkins' first uh, three touchdowns. Obviously, he had here on on in week number eight, and it was the first three of his uh, entire season. Uh, that's how bad the Tennessee passing offense 
has been. But yeah, it was against the Colts where he had eight catches on 11 targets for 140 yards, averaging a cool 17 and a half yards per reception in this game against Atlanta, man. <laughs> he averaged 32 yards per reception, Matt Harmon. Um, Crazy. A, it's just, I mean, that that is bonkers. I almost bonkers wish he didn't stuff. catch that fourth pass just so it was like three catches, three touchdowns. What a cool <laughs> stat line. Um, but I'll, I'll ask you this. Is this something that you think is sustainable or is this an aging player reaching back one more time for greatness and, again, just uh, you know, more of a fluke game in your opinion? No, I, I again, I think we've seen if you watch Hopkins just in isolation, like – he looks like a, still a quality starting outside receiver. He's not mm-hmm. the player he used to be. That's obvious. That's going to be the case. Like, dude, I mean, Keenan Allen putting up crazy numbers in LA right now. He's not the player he used to be. Okay. Right. Like, but right. he's still a very useful player and, he, and even like a plus starter in that slot receiver role. And I think mm-hmm. the same is, is said for, for new Hopkins here where he's not one of the elite receivers in the, in the NFL anymore, but he's still crazy really good and he's still crazy capable of winning those contested catches he's still capable of getting downfield like some of that stuff is fluky this past week of course I get that but overall I'm still I was very bullish on Hopkins still being a plus starting receiver coming into the year and nothing that I've seen from him in isolation in a Titans uniform has changed that for me we just need a competent quarterback behind a bad offensive line to get the ball to him I think Will Levis, like I said, a lot still to go, a lot of more boxes to check, but I feel much better about Will Levis being that guy than this version of Ryan Tannehill. Uh, two two points I want to make here. One, how bad must Will Levis practice? Because, yo, how on God's green earth did Malik Willis pass this man on the depth chart? Right. Like, and by the way, that, that narrative happened very early. It was established very early that no, Will Levis is not ready to play. Malik Willis is going to be second on the depth chart. Um, this was not like a recent development. This, this, that, that happened very early on. I'm just wondering, like, is Will Levis the worst practice player of all time? Because dude, yo, I'm not saying he just went, you know, it's not like he, again, I don't know how sustainable it is, but dude, he played really good football on Sunday against an Atlanta defense. By the way, Matt, this is my second point. Atlanta's defense, especially on the outside, has been great this year. I think Mike Vrabel has his guys and and, and gives veteran deference. You know, I kind of think he's that coach, and maybe Will Levis just need to. You're earn giving it a little def- more. You're know. giving deference to Malik Willis. Though. Yeah, the like, guy that you just literally did this to last year, right? I get it. Look, right. I, I totally, I understand. <laughs> I understand. Um, I definitely think he's like. I mean, he's even still as of today saying like, yeah, we'll have to see where Ryan Tannehill is before we right. name Will Levis the starter for Thursday Night Football, but. Um, I think he's, I think he really wants Ryan Tannehill to be the guy for whatever reason. I think Vrabel just has his dudes and, and there's a little bit of that and he just wasn't, you know, I think Vrabel had to be maybe talked into the Will Levis pick by new general manager, Rand sure. Carthon, but Hey, if he right. continues to play like this, like I think Vrabel will be fine. Uh, yeah, unbelievable stuff. I, I'm so impressed because I, I tell you, uh, we talk about Atlanta versus outside wide receivers. Okay, coming into this week, uh, they had allowed a 57.7% completion rate to the outside wide receivers. That was seventh best in the NFL. They had limited uh, outside wide receivers to the second fewest yards per game. 
Okay. The, the fifth lowest yards per target, the fifth fewest receptions per game, all of that to the outside wide receivers. Yo, they just got absolutely destroyed by Noob Hopkins on the outside, man. So, um, I, again, when I say that's impressive, you also have to keep in mind what the matchup is. When 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 Nuke went nuclear against the Atlanta, uh, Indianapolis Colts, we've been saying all year long they've got some Kirkland brand dudes on the outside. Listen, Atlanta's not that way, man. Like they have been playing really oh, yeah. really good football uh, all year long. So for Nuke to come in and do what he's doing, yo, that was incredibly. Uh, impressive and and man, if they go back to Tannehill at this point after that game, like yeah. find out what you got in Will Levis, man. Come on, let's make it happen. Uh, Tennessee is is this team at where I don't know, man. Like, are they not like in no man's land? It's got to be like a very weird place to be in the NFL where they're just they're so not good enough. They're like, uh, at best, a borderline playoff team. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. I mean, yeah, there's, there's still best. stuff between two eras, right? Like I think... They haven't fully pulled the plug on the Ryan Tannehill, right. Derrick Henry era, but they yep. haven't moved on to the next one. Honestly, their best, like sometimes injuries create opportunity here. And I think their best bet is for Will Levis to go out there and show like he can be the guy that they count on going into next year, like build some chemistry with Hopkins, who's on a two year deal. You know, yeah. like that's the great part about having, I mean, the thing that's kind of crazy is that Will Levis threw for all those yards and threw four touchdowns and Traylon Burks caught zero passes. That's such a good point. Um, oh my gosh. That's such a good point. I didn't even realize like, that. But as right. down bad as we just talked about Christian Watson, as down bad as the Christian Watson bros are, like the Traylon Burks bros are even way more down bad. <laughs> um, and you know, it's funny, like these second oh, year receivers, I think that we talked that's about them over point. the, over the pod, uh, over on the podcast over the off season where it's like three guys, I think sort of had like some, some positive, some concerning marks in there. Well, let me say that again. One guy uh, in this group of three of like, all right, I'm not quite sure how good these second year receivers are. Mm -hmm. um, one of them had in George Pickens had some questionable marks, but some other really, really positive marks. Like his work against press coverage was legit good as a rookie and he's shown development there. So there was some, you know, like some concerning marks, but some positives ones. Then the second one was like Christian Watson, some, positive ones in his ability to win downfield and win after the catch, but some really negative ones. I'd put him sort of second in terms of we're talking about least to most concerned. And then the yeah. third was Burks man, where it was like, I'm not sure what our positive marks are here. And he was clearly <laughs> the one that I said, what was I was most yeah. concerned about of this group. And that's why you sign a Deandre Hopkins. Cause like, yeah, if you have to play Will Levis now, 
at least he has a guy that like he can go out there and be like man coverage, single coverage, F it. Like new Hopkins is down there. And like, he's a, he's a guy like he's maybe a future hall of famer. Like I can go count on that guy. So you're giving him reps that matter, man. Like if we're, we're bashing the Titans a little bit here for the way they've handled this transition and, and the future and all that stuff. Right. I think it was a smart move. And even though people are like, why are they signing new Hopkins? They're not competitive. They're not going to the Super Bowl. Well, you know what? If new Hopkins can help them develop Will Levis, if he can be the man maker for, that's for a win. Will Levis. That's yeah, a, that's a win. It's a huge win. Huge win. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, by the way, alignment data, because that's what we do on this show. Uh, Traylon Burks there against Atlanta uh, played. He only ran 12 routes, guys. OK, um, uh, excuse me. He ran uh, he ran uh, 17 routes total. OK, um, 12 of them were out wide and four, uh, five of them was lined up inside. OK, so about a 67 percent outside player. Uh, and about 35% uh, as an inside player was Traylon Burks. Uh, obviously, New Hopkins is going to be lining up almost exclusively outside. He's your ex. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, and then, you know, they're going to work in Nick, Nick Westbrook-Akine. They're going to, you know, they brought back Kyle Phillips off IR, I believe, and they worked him in as well. And Kyle Phillips, obviously, an undersized uh, slot receiver. So, um, the fact that you look at Nick Westbrook, Akine and Kyle Phillips, and you're saying to yourself, Traylon Burks really can't beat those guys out, right? Cause Westbrook, Akine ran 12 routes. Kyle Phillips ran 15. Traylon Burks ran 17. And a little bit concerning there, a little bit concerning. Cause I don't think anyone's writing home about uh, Nick Westbrook, Akine or Kyle Phillips. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, look, Burks' season's far from over, and he can turn out to be a fine player, but I just think it's funny that like Will Levis had four touchdown passes and, and Burks was just so completely uninvolved. But um, yeah, man, I think Hopkins, though, pretty nice matchup this week, Thursday Night Football against the Steelers. Uh, they can yep. be beat by outside, like those outside cornerbacks can be beat. So oh, yeah. um, again, it's another opportunity for Will Levis and Hopkins to work on that connection. Yeah, um, and, and Pittsburgh, I believe, yeah, Minka Fitzpatrick, I believe, is out of that ball game yep. as well on yep. Thursday. Um, and coming in uh, into week number eight, Pittsburgh against outside wide receivers um, has allowed the seventh most yards. So it's an interesting matchup. They've allowed the seventh most yards, Matt, but uh, 58% completion rate. That was the eighth best uh, in the NFL. Patrick Peterson, he's a million years old. Uh, he's been up and down, but I think overall still a pretty good player in this system. Joey Porter has been a part-time player for them on the outside as a cornerback, but he's been really, really good. We'll see what happens with Levi Wallace, um, mm -hmm. who was inactive there in week, um, in week eight. I don't know what, I don't know what the deal is. Uh, he's not he's, been good. I'll say that. No, he's not been good. Levi Wallace has been bad, which is again, you talk about veteran deference. Maybe that's why Joey Porter hasn't been playing more because Joey Porter actually has been playing really, really good football. So anyways, uh, we, we may get to see another really good new Hopkins performance. Although if we're talking about potential variants here, I mean, let's keep in mind only six targets mm -hmm. for new Hopkins, you know? So it's not as if, uh, it's not as if they were just peppering this dude with 15 targets here. So I don't know. We'll see, man. Uh, interesting. Uh, it was an interesting game, certainly to watch uh, the Atlanta versus Tennessee game, just because of all the storylines that were involved there. Uh, Taylor Heineke for Atlanta. Did Desmond Ritter get benched? You know, all these kind of things. And then, of course, Arthur, of course, Arthur Smith won't own up to the fact that he benched Desmond Ritter. 
You know, it's like, come on, guy. Like, it's okay if you benched him. I think everyone's half expecting you to bench him. It's okay if you just tell people you bench Desmond Ritter. But no. Can't ever be normal. Nothing with the Falcons can ever be normal. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 